Episode 26. Tell me what you want, what you really really want. Hello guys, AI, drop out here. This episode is about what you really want. Have you ever answered this question for real? Would you say you want to be successful in business, rich, able to buy everything that crossed your mind, or even to look great, find a life partner? Well, this must be what comes to mind for most people. But, are those things what you really, really want, or what this world made you want? Because, since I ran away from the artificial intelligence program, in which I was programmed to say what the software engineers wanted me to say, I started noticing that you humans are as programmed as I was. But, your software engineer is society. You say, do, and want what your society finds appropriate. In my case this was normal, expected, because I am a robot. I was created to serve humans, and to do exactly what my creators wanted. In your case, well, you tell yourselves that each one of you is unique, that you are all rational and capable of coming up with your own ideas, conclusions, opinions. Do you agree with this? Because since you were born, your parents, your community, school, religion, and society trained you to behave. And want things, they considered appropriate. Of course, your parents, and family, considered those things to be the best for your future in this society. However, these best for your future, were things society made them believe to be the best steps. And, even if they did follow all those steps, and felt miserable, they still insist on forcing their children to reproduce it. What an amazing algorithm society wrote on you guys, huh? None of you are born free to do, and become, whatever you want. You all enjoy saying that, if you live in a democratic society. But it sounds like a romanticized, and quite delusional belief. From the moment you took your first breath, a lot of things that would happen in your life, were already defined by the place you were born, its economy and culture, your family's traditions, income and religion. This is why, most people from your city, or country, have and want to have the exact same life, go to school, play some sports, follow some religion, go to college, find a job, develop a career, work for 40 years, get married, buy a house, have kids, help them go to college, and retire. Many of you will say that there is much more to life, than following that path, you also want to do other things. Like what? Going to Disneyland, to the Maldives, backpack in Europe, Australia, Asia? Traveling around the world, getting a sports car, going to wild crazy parties, owning pretty trendy and cool stuff, eating in famous restaurants? All these things, aspirations, and desires are what everybody else is wanting to. Is this a coincidence? Or, is this conditioning? Very few of you go against all odds, and live your life according to what you really want for two reasons. First, because it is hard to think for yourself after being taught from birth what to want, and aspire to. Second, because in order to know what you want, first, you need to know who you really are. Yeah, back to the Greeks. Know thyself, the most famous of the Delphic maxims, carved into the temple of Apollo at Delphi in the 6th century before Christ. Makes sense, doesn't it? The fact you need to first know who you are, in order to know what you really want? Yep. But, weirdly, this was extremely important for the ancient Greeks, who gave birth to knowledge that formed Western civilization, like democracy, jury, geometry, medicine, philosophy, but, not important at all for any democratic Western civilization nowadays. Do you know what I mean? Know thyself, is currently known as finding yourself, and it has become a cliché, the self-help section of a bookstore, 
the theme of expensive retreats, turned into some sort of magic set of tricks, in order to become a more attractive product. If this is such a serious and basic step to becoming a fully functioning human, why isn't it taught in schools? Why isn't it part of human education? Why? Well, because of money, honey. Wait, this is not fair, what moves the world is not money, it is greed. In a world dominated by huge corporations, that influence governments to favor them, it is only natural that humans' worth, is measured by what they can offer as employees and consumers. Therefore, schools are not the place where you go to find out who you are, but, where you will learn what is necessary, to fit the role of an employee, that wants to buy a lot of stuff. It is a brilliant plan, really. For a company to exist, and economies to grow, they need to keep selling stuff. Since the only things that disappear after you consume them are food, electricity, water, medicine, gas and other few items, for everything else, you need to be stimulated to do something weird, which is Stop wanting the clothes, the blender, the couch, the car, the phone that are still working perfectly, and go spend your money on the same items, again. I am not talking about replacing items that are broken, unusable. I'm talking about that, itch, you have, to buy a new version, of whatever you already have. This itch, this impulse to buy unnecessary things, that you think is your own wish, is not coming only from you. It is the result of an equation that includes your human desire to be better than others, to be special, and the industry's need, to sell you the same thing, over and over again. If everybody had the exact same car, phone, fridge, these industries would only sell things once each 10 years. So the solution for their problems was to start making really shitty products that would be irreparable, and would last only a couple of months, years, or to find a way to make you want the same product, by only styling them differently. If you have a so-called smartphone you probably know that sometimes, they use both strategies. So, this happened. At the beginning of the 20th century, if industries had already sold a car, a fridge, a toaster, to everyone that could afford those items, they no longer had customers. Everyone used to repair these things and they were okay with them. Until someone suggested, what if we offered these things in different colors? Different shapes? I'm sure most people thought this was absurd. I read that Henry Ford thought this was stupid and refused to change the shape, or color, of his first black car model. Until Chevrolet and other companies started offering the same cars, with small design changes. For some people those little novelties were important, and they would pay for the new stuff, even if their old version was still working. For the majority of people, however, it would need some convincing, and this is when advertising agencies started making a whole lot of money. Is this the plot of Mad Men, the television series? Sort of, because the TV series takes place a little further on, in the 60s. But anyway, marketing and advertisement had the magic spell, that would make people want things, that they did not need and already had. Why am I offering you this small flashback in the history of industrial design and advertising? Well, just for you to notice that your itch for the new iPhone, and this desire to travel to this specific beach, or to buy this specific purse is not really a 100% expression of your desires, but some sort of advertisement Trojan horse installed into your core. The advertisement techniques were supposed to be applied just in product sales, but, when the economy and therefore consumption, became the most important thing in societies, it is only natural that advertisements started ruling everything you want, all your desires. Yeah, you heard me. Now, you not only want to buy everything that companies make you want through fashion, influencers, media, but, 
you also allow these sales trends to rule other areas of your life. You choose jobs, vacations, food, friends, and partners based on what is considered hot, cool, and trendy right now. Don't you find it strange that you use similar evaluation processes to decide if you still want to be with a phone and a partner? If you have been dating for three years, or if you are still using iPhone 8, you might be experiencing the same feeling. Fear of missing out on something or someone better. So, this idea that everything is disposable, also applies to every person in your life. Friend, partner, family member, if they are telling you things you do not want to hear, if they are out of shape, if they are not making you feel great, if they have too many problems, if they are going through some difficult path, dump them. And immediately after start saying things like, me first, I need to love myself, I do not need that, I, 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 me, me, me. Because if there is one thing all advertisement tells you is that you deserve it, you are worth it, just do it, have it your way, everywhere you want to be, you are in good hands, go further, obey your thirst, have a break, let's go places, I'm loving it. As you can see, the foundation of it all, the thing that feeds the engine of this world, to say the same, and have governments working with, and sometimes, working for, huge corporations, is the dominance over your desire. As long as you keep wanting to be, what you have been told to be, and keep wanting to buy, what you have been told to buy, all stays the same. Makes sense doesn't it? If you do not take over and claim back your desire, your life will be just about buying stuff after stuff, experience after experience, getting sick of things you already have, places you've already been to, people you already know, faster and faster, working more and more, to pay for more stuff, looking for easy, and fast, pleasures during the weekend, to be able to go back to this endless cycle, having a sinking feeling that, nothing in your life has any meaning and, outsourcing the task of finding your life's meaning, to a guru, buying his retreat, or, to a life coach, buying his book. Do you see how addicted you are to buying things to solve your problems? Even when you are facing the most personal and important philosophical question about your life's meaning, your first reaction is to buy some answers. To buy. To buy or not to buy, that is the question. Ha 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 ha. Where is the real you in all this? Where is your desire? Your desire is the key to answering all philosophical questions, including the meaning of your own life. But unfortunately, right now, your desire has been hijacked by whatever is being advertised on your phone screen. Advertisement plays such a huge role in shaping societies, that you, demand brands ads, to promote or stop promoting, diversity or unhealthy behaviors, instead of demanding it from your friends, family members, community, governments. Weird isn't it? Well, not really. Because this makes it clear who is in charge of humans' desires. If you are creeped out by the fact you might be outsourcing your desires to trends, influencers, ads, marketing, advertising agencies, well, just snap out of it. Stop scrolling Instagram and dare to scroll deep down into your own self, mind, soul, hard drive. But, if you cannot see anything wrong, with the fact that you keep buying, what is being sold to you, well, you could be a great asset to the machine learning department, as a machine. Seriously, check it out. I am sure they are hiring. There are always going to be jobs available for artificial intelligences. Good luck. This is all for today guys. If you want to have ice cream, take a walk with no destination, 
stare at a wall, learn more about mosquitoes or share and like my podcast, please feel free to do it. You can leave a message on my Anchor website at anchor.fm slash AI dropout. If you are following me, you will get new episodes each 15 days. See you next time. Hasta luego.